Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Welcome back, everybody. Baruch Hashem. Here we are in the final few days, our final week of learning Chavat Levavot, but of course, not the final week of learning Chavat Levavot. We're going to come back and we're going to chazer it. We're going to need this. Chavat Levavot is our lifeline. It's, in many ways, helped me so much. It clarified so much for me. And um, I really hope it's doing the same for you. Chazak Baruch to those who've sent uh, beautiful emails, giving the thank yous, and um, really for sticking out with us and learning with us. So here we are now in Parag Zion, page 266 in English. And now, because we've completed in this Shar everything that we've had to have learned concerning Shar Bitachon, everything that we had to say about Bitachon, according to what it was that we're able to understand according to our Asagas. Now we need to talk about the things that will actually take us away from them. Va'omer, and I want to tell you in this regard, I want to let you know, he tells us, that anything that we had from the previous Sha'arim, and he's talking about in Chovat Levavot, right? This is called Sha'ar Habitachon. But before this, we had other Sha'arim, other chapters. And in those, he also had things that would be a detriment, things that would take away from people in what it is that they could reach. Like, we'll see over here, let's give a look over here in footnote number one. The three earlier sections of Chovat Levavot, Shara Yichud, Shara Bechina, Shara Avot Elokim. Shayichud teaches about understanding the oneness of Hashem. Shabbichina teaches about examining the world in a way that reveals Hashem's kindness. Shabbat teaches about the service of Hashem. In each section, Chobot Levavot mentions several obstacles to the virtue discussed in the Sharm. Now, we can group that many, those many obstacles listed in the early sections into four categories. Lack of proper Avmun Hashem. Lack of appreciation for all that one has received from Hashem. Lack of devotion to his service and arrogance. Each of these will interfere with one's bitachon as follows. If one lacks proper muna, he'll obviously have difficulty with bitachon. If one lacks appreciation of the gifts he's received from Hashem in the past, he does not have a strong basis for accepting help from him in the future. If one is devoted to serving Hashem, his bitachon, if one is not rather devoted, if his avod is not there, then his bitachon won't be justified. And if one is arrogant, he'll find it difficult to submit to Hashem's control and place himself in Hashem's hands. So these are the things from before that he makes reference to now. You have to have those things. Um, but now he's going to tell us, but beyond that, Chovet Levavot has beyond that certain um, necessities that if you're lacking inside these things, that I'm sorry, but you're not going to have the full ambitachon. So let's keep on going now. Uimav Sidav Od, and there are other things that require bitachon. Hasichlut binyana borel midotav atovot. If somebody's ignorant, if someone just can't learn about what it is that Hashem is doing in his midotav, tovatav, and all the good, great things that Hashem does for us, if someone doesn't appreciate Hashem's compassion, and the fact that Hashem is giving them to us in his hanagafrit, and the fact that Hashem is constantly supervising on top of those things, and that Hashem rules over all those things that are happening for us, then and to understand that all of everything that's happened in life are held by those reins, his heart cannot rest, and he can't rely on him, because he's not going to know that Hashem is the one running everything. If he doesn't know that Hashem is running everything, so then how in the world will he ever come to have that bitachon? 
So uh, let me just close the door. It's making a little bit noise from the outside. So what we're seeing over here is, is that a person needs a constant reevaluation in his life and a constant chazara, just repeating to himself. Why do we have to feel all the time? You know, why do we have um, the first bracha of the brachas before Shema? It's because you're supposed to constantly remember yourself. You're supposed to constantly remember. He's everything. He created light, darkness. It's all him. The halalukas, the psuke, the zimras. He's the one who constantly provides for uh, even though baby ravens that don't have food, Hashem flies insects into their mouths. A person is meant to constantly have that value on his mind, says the Halakhovlavavot. If you don't have that, if you can't constantly focus on the good midot that Hashem is giving us, then your bitachon is going to be lacking. You're going to wane. Umehem, and then another factor is barach. That when a person gives a look into the mitzvahs that Hashem has given us, and what I mean to say is, is that to learn His Torah and to understand that in the Torah, Hashem has said many times in the Torah, you can trust me. He's telling us to learn how to learn. He's telling us not just to learn how to learn, but to learn how to learn what it says inside the Torah and to really take it as a value. Meaning, the first is to observe all the different things that Hashem has done for us. Hashem's son Haggad that is continuing and never ending for us. And then the second is, is to look into the Torah itself and see that Hashem has always said, I'm going to take care of you. like it says, You can test me in this. You can test me in giving ma'aser and that I will go and pay you back. And like it says in Yeshaya, you can trust Hashem forever and ever. So for a person to successfully acquire the bitachon, he has to take to heart that Hashem commands us to trust Him now and forever. That has never stopped, and that will never stop. Learn up those sugyas, and you see. Go ahead and give the ma'asrot, and you'll see how much Hashem, I have so many students with so many stories about the incredible power of the fact that they said, okay, Hashem, I'm giving my ma'asr, and there are those who even push themselves to give 20%, a chomesh, a fifth, as it's called. And they see such incredible returns from it that they begin to see it's almost all a game, practically. It, it's not as serious as I thought. <laughs> it's like, Mamash, I just go and I take care of Hashem's yidin and I give and I give and he gives to me more and more. Over here, if you see the long notes on the bottom, he talks about oh, that, is it specific to giving ma'isra that you can test Hashem? Or is it in all different types of tzedakah? And okay, he brings the yesh v'yesh. But he brings over here from the Duvna Magid on the bottom, a beautiful mashal. We don't have time to go through the mashal now, but please, um, do take out a moment to give a look at it, and it explains why it's by Meiser in particular. Okay. Umehem, now continuing on 269, another third obstacle that could end up taking away from him is that he ends up leaning, focusing more on those things that are closest to him. He believes that the reason why I made money is because I just invested in the stock that's in front of me, and that made me successful. Or he believes I lost the money because I just invested in the stock that's right in front of me that I hit the button to put the money into that stock, and unfortunately went belly up, and now it's gone. And this person believes that it was from those things and those things alone that I've either 
lost or that I've gained so much. It's the sibot, it's the causes that are closest to him. Says the Hilagashar Bitachon, you couldn't be more wrong. And let's see why. Vloyeda, he doesn't know. Kahilut, kol ashetik ravnam olel, that he doesn't realize that the cause of all the things that are affecting him, timatichatam lohelum elaziko, that the closer that they are, hakrovot ashuravotan, the closer that they are, loyeda kiilot, kol ashetik ravnam olel, timatichatam lohelum elaziko, the closer they are, shetik ravna. The ones that are closest to you, those are the things that actually have the least effect. And those things that are the furthest. The further the thing, the more it can have an effect. The closer the thing to you, the less its effect is. Now, what does that mean? So he gives us a marshal, like a king. That he decides that he has to go and punish one of his servants. So he tells his viceroy, the second of man, you go and take care of him. The second in command, the viceroy, the vice president, goes and he says, Ashar, he sends an official. He goes and he finds another lower like officer and then the officer finds the administrator who goes to make people actually do it then he actually finds the one who enforces basically the the executioner to go to do that and then he goes and he takes a whip and he goes with the instrument with the whip and he whips the person he hits the person now the thing that has the least ability to help him is the one that is closest or the one that's giving the most intensity to the pain. It's the whip. Hemakalem, those are instruments. He can't turn to the Kali and say to it, please stop hitting me, right? So that's the closest thing, though, that's hurting him. The closer it is, the least power something has. The further it goes away from you. Isn't that incredible? The further it goes away, actually, the more power it has to stop the pain that's happening to you. Because they have no choice in the matter. They're a whip. They have no choice. And so obviously the executioner, the one doing it, he has more of a power to stop if you can just make him stop. But guess what? Going further away from the executioner will actually help you more and more. So the administrator who went and told him to do it, if you turn to the administrator and tell him to stop, then he will be the one who has more power to stop. And then let's face it, moving further than the officer on top of the administrator on top of the um, executioner would have even more power. And of course, going up the ladder to the king, having the most power from them all. Because if he wants, he can just nullify the whole thing as if it never happened. The further you go, the more power it has to affect you. So if you think that it is the stock market in front of you that made you lose that money or gain that money, just know it's the thing that's closest. The stock market doesn't have a brain. And so therefore, it's like the whip in this situation. It goes either way. So if Hashem decided that he wants to hurt you, so he told uh, Malach, who went and turned and affected the Mazal. The Mazal went and evaluated and told other things till finally came down. And that was the thing to go into. Give forth the cause. And this should be clear to you. That whether that cause has little uh, or a lot of power it's going to depend on whether that thing is closer, that thing is far from you. The further it is, the more power it has. Therefore, Hashem, who is the furthest, 
who is the one on top of all of it, the Melch on top of all of it. He's the one you're meant to be giving the trust into because of all the power that he has to control every last situation. Like we explained before. And so, again, this is something that a person needs to understand. The things that will take away from his bitachon are these three things. Have a wonderful day. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.